Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Why, hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome back to another week of Jaybird watching. It's been an awesome week for Blue Jays fans, and tonight we finally have the full band back together as Ken Alfred joins Jason Lyons and myself, Craig Borden. Fellas, how are we feeling? Pretty red right now, you know, pretty red, but aside from that, no, pretty good. I'm glad to be back, actually, been a couple weeks, and uh, man, eager to get back on here. So thanks for having me back, guys. But to that point, at least you had a day where you were supposed to be recording, but at least you were in a better place. You were in the actual Rogers Center. So, yes, I was. was It was uh, very nice. It was really good. But I I guess that mental aspect of me, like I'm only focused on the game. So I didn't even bother going around to take a look at the new all the all the bells and whistles we've been talking about for the last few weeks. So. I could see so it, was in the but I never got to experience. But didn't, <laughs> didn't mingle in the neighborhood. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. So good stuff. But glad to hear that you enjoyed being at the game. And I correct me if I'm wrong. That night you were there. They actually won. We're correct. Yes, and I, and uh, Jason, do you remember when I first met you? I think one of the first things you said was, "I can't remember what game it was, but the person was getting close to a no hitter, and I happened to blurt out the word no hitter, right?" And you yeah. say you never say that. So this time I didn't say anything about no hitter. But I was like, wow, Gossman's doing really good. I didn't say no hitter, but I'm like, it's still yeah, I'm sure it. probably get a, I'm sure he'll get I'm sure he'll get a shutout. That very next inning, he gives up that solo shot. Yeah, doesn't mean, like, it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean that's anything. right. Uh, no, it's all superstition. I know, but Jason. still. Well, you know, left coast is I'm holding it down over here. Um we finally have weather that sort of is reminiscent of of a season that isn't monsoon season. Um so baseball is being played. Uh, the sound of lawnmowers is everywhere as it's only been uh, sunny for about 24 hours. So people are cutting their grass like all the way up to like 8 p.m. And then again, right at six in the morning, here it going again. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, amazing, cup, uh, you know, another amazing week in Blue Jays baseball. I mean, you know, just we have treasure troves of things, positive things to talk about, which is, I mean, you know, you can't really ask for too much more when you're <laughs> you're doing a, a cast about about a certain team. There's lots that are going different directions, and uh, you know some surprising ones. But uh, I mean, overall, what a what a week for the Jays! Holy monkey! Yeah. yeah. So why don't we dive right into that fun, fellas? As we talk about what was the Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> so the Blue Jays took the uh, action that was on a little bit of a downcline leading leaving Houston and we're able to run into the series against the New York Yankees and where they were able to take two out of three. So a series win. So if you're keeping track and that's a good thing, win series usually means playoff appearances eventually. And we have only lost one series to this point and they were able to take it to a rival that is literally on top of us right now with the standings and it's been back and forth. And yes, I'm already scoreboard watching. <laughs> so, um, but to that point, Every one of these games was very nitty gritty for a very long period of each game and certain tipping points on each game, very competitive series. The blue Jays do end up winning six to one. They lost two to three and then they won five to one on the Sunday. So that turns into a very good series for the Toronto blue Jays. Ken, you're finally back. How'd you um, appear to like that uh, series? What stood out to you? Well, you know, they like to take us on a roller coaster of emotions, and this is not even during the playoffs. 
So it was very nice to see the Jays, you know, take two out of three from the Yankees. I was really bummed out on that. Uh, we, we did lose to the Yankees. I mean, that's the one where it was like nothing until like the eighth inning or something like that. So it was basically like a pitching duel for the for the most part. And then part. it was the one Danny Jansen ties everything back up with the two-run home run. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And then, of course, uh, 5-1. I think we were hitting almost all home runs on that on that last game, the Yankees. So... Yeah, yeah, we were very, very happy about that. So that was Vladdy two run home run night and everything. So that was a very, very, very fun night. Don Barr showed him back to back. Very fun. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's I think Are that we went with the Yankee series. Yeah, I mean, I think that that one of the great takeaways from the, the Yankee series for sure, even a, a sprinkling of the Houston series and, you know, Chicago as well. We'll talk about that. But we're really starting to see the starting five fall into their 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 own. Um, they're starting to 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 pitch to their strengths. Uh, I mean, how many ground ball? I mean, it's unbelievable. Like if they're not out of the yard, they're a ground ball. And I mean, it's so important when you have good defense and a good infield, you know, to get those ground balls and get those outs. Um, I mean, I thought you know standouts for me. Um, you know, nice to see Jansen back. Nice to see him hit a couple. Um, nice to see him. His defense behind the plate right now is out of this world. I don't know if I've ever seen a catcher. I mean, I think you'd have to go back to maybe Punch Rodriguez when he was just getting going. The athleticism, yeah. he made a block. I mean, I don't want to jump forwards into the White, to- the White Sox series, but he made a block last night that I'll bet you 1% of the catchers that are professional bat catchers could make, and he made it look easy. Um, he is flowing right now. Um, and it's nice to see some of the other guys, you know, like, like you see a Kiermaier or a, or a, um, a Varsho strike out and they're, they're at least fouling that ball out. They're, they're at least making the pitcher go six, seven, eight, ten pitches into that at bat. And so, I mean, they're crucial at bats and the Jays are grinding right now. Like anything you put in front of them, they're just a buzzsaw. If they're going to lose a game, they're going to make you work to get every single Elements of it, even if you know at the start of the year, Manoa and, and you know bat, they Bassett, they weren't throwing gems. Now they're throwing gems. Now they're throwing really, really good games, and it allows a, a pitcher like Kikuchi to go to to a different pitch when he hasn't used very much, but that one that's been successful for him. And you know, same for uh, same for Gosman. Gosman was able to really—he looked so relaxed, and you know, he's able to throw the ball where he wants to. He's getting calls where he wants them, and you know, I feel like like the main part of that, that Yankees series was, I mean, Kikuchi was great. Gosman was very good. And then the offense was, was really strong and, and flowed right into the, the, the series against the White Sox. Yeah. And I think the key word there is flowed because they were hitting on all cylinders, except for the, the, um, as Ken mentioned the Saturday game through first, like eight innings, the offense was flat, but they were doing everything they needed to defensively and pitching wise for that game. And but they really set the tone for, I think, where they currently are being able to take down the Chicago white Sox. Um, but we'll talk about that in a moment, but, the New York Yankees guys, I don't know what you think about them after this week weekend, uh, but I'm I don't want to say I'm not scared of them as much. Eventually get Luis Severino back and some of their guys that are hurt that we didn't get to see in this season, this series. Mind you, Giancarlo Stanton is not in that lineup this past weekend. So the next time we play the Yankees, which I believe is in a, a few weeks. Yeah, it's mid-May. We play in the week uh, the 15th. So that week of the 15th, this might look like a very different Yankees team. But to that point, we were able to take them to school on a few key innings, two of those games. And then we hung with them tight the whole game, even when we took a loss. Yeah. I How mean, are you I, feeling about the Yankees? I think that you hit the nail on the head there. The Yankees are hurt right now. They're a bit of a wounded duck. Um you know, they, they, the one thing with the Yankees, because their payroll is so massive, they're able to have backup players in that are incredible. Like, like you take a, you take a player out and you put a very good player in. Um, I still feel like the Yankees play with no heart. There's no heart in that stadium. There's no heart on that team. And they're now calling Aaron judge, the captain, like, how, like it, 
That's because they got a giant contract. Slightly original. Like, I mean, you know, and, you know, they were talking about the fact that he paid for a bunch of the, you know, a rookie, a couple of his suits. Like, who cares? Like, I mean, they just, there's nothing to them. They they have no, they have no character. They, they, they are as blah as the uniform. They they are just (laughs) dead fish. And when it comes to baseball, you have to be having some level of fun. If you're not having some level of fun, and I mean, Aaron Judge hits a home run, and the, no, no one's even excited. They walk past. It's just like they've all shown up at their job at the accounting firm, and they know it's month end. Like it's 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 a joke. And yeah. when it comes to the end of the season, it, even if they do well, they've got no guts and no heart. They won't make it through the. They won't make it through a round of the playoffs. And I mean, talent can only carry you so far. And they're showing right now, even when they're thin, their talent isn't that great. You know, for the Jays to come in and really, you know, beat them soundly twice and then take them right to the rail on the third game, um, that probably really opened up some eyes in in Yankee Stadium. And I love the fact that uh, they did that big tribute to uh, to Don Mattingly, and yet then they go in and smash the crap out of them twice. So, I mean, <laughs> Mostly because of his doing, too, by the way. Around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Judge wasn't really much of a factor, I found, during the series, right? Because I think every time I was watching, he was always either striking out or anything. I think he only had, like, you know, he wasn't like a the presence that I thought I was supposed to be seeing from him. Right. For someone who's making six, you know, what is it? How much is he making per year? Oh, a lot. Hundreds of. Yeah. A lot, right? <laughs> so. So you'd think you have more of an impact, at least when you're playing against a competitor, right? So I didn't see that much from Judge, unfortunately. Or fortunately, I don't I know which one it is. A, I think he's just not to a slow start because he did come out the gate and hit a few. And I, you know, he's got, he's, I, he's at a point where I think he's adjusting again and good players like him will find a way. So I wonder which Aaron judge shows up in the Rogers center. But well, he just got <laughs> so, hurt too. I don't know if that was today. Oh, the judge hurt, or was it yesterday? Sliding oh, really? third. Um, I, I did read about that. Now he mentioned that. I forgot. He, that. That's a six, nine guy scorpion himself into third base. That's a, that's a six and a half feet of fold over on yourself. This is not a good time. Yeah, how about this? They could scrap the the uh, the captain. They could call him the Scorpion King after that slide. <laughs> Buzzing. <laughs> there you go. Zing. So, but to that point, um, I like I said, I think that the Blue Jays showed that they are a different team this year in that series, and I think that's exactly what they needed to do, especially coming into the Bronx that early this seat in the year. Um, I'm going to just point this piece out to you guys and you can either chime in or tell me I'm crazy. Um, 2015. Got to finish that Craig, you're kind of chopping in and out. Hold on. He's going max headroom on us. Hopefully everybody can still hear <laughs> yeah, us. There. Yeah, it's all yeah. it's still recording in the background. Okay. <laughs> but Miguel Castro the in question. that series in 2015 was the setup guy randomly, and Roberto Osuna ends up taking the slit save in that early for Bronx. That was the last time I remember us this early in the season taking a giant just steal early in the season. It's huge. It's a big one. Like and like you said, that that series is coming up against the against the Yankees in May. Uh, that's going to be in their heads deep. They don't get over things easily. Like they're going to beat up on the Red Sox this week and they'll be all happy go lucky. And then they're going to come up against another good team and they're probably going to struggle. And I mean, as, as long as, as long as the Yankees keep struggling, it makes the AL East very, very, very interesting. Um, you know, with Tampa coming out the way that they did, I don't, no one expected that, but Tampa's now coming down to earth a little bit and the Jays tra- trajectory seems to be the one that is going the fastest, highest because the Yankees are going to run out of runway here. They have an easy schedule. They have some easy series coming up, but they have some very difficult ones as well. Like ones where I'd be surprised if they get one game out of them. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, like you said, right now is the time to make, Hey, it's the time to pick <laughs> up those wins and win two in the Bronx. Huge. Yeah. So 10, do you think that they're going to have a little trouble when they come to the Rogers Center after your visit and how loud it was during your visit? Do you think they're going to have a little bit of, you know, not only are they going to be doing these things that we were just dealing with, the Yankees coming into Toronto for that series. This is a fully rejuvenated fan base, I feel like, in the early watching of these games on TV, especially home games. The fact that there were oh. 35,000 people for a day game today. 
That's a lot of damn people for a day game. A lot of people called in sick today. I have a feeling, but uh, yeah, no, like what you're saying is that the the fan base for Toronto is really, really strong. So it's almost now with the with the Yankees coming in May, and now that the bullpen is really, or sorry, the, the, yeah, the bullpen is really that close that literally the fans can almost reach out and touch them. Is only going to mm-hmm. play more into our advantage right now, right? So I think that eleventh uh, player, what is it, tenth player, eleventh player on the, on the field for the Jays, the fans is definitely a big impact and uh, the Yankees are definitely going to be in tough. If they're not on their game, we're just going to smash them. Like we did uh, this last series. I, I do agree. I think that's going to be very interesting to that series. So let's move on to the white Sox series, which as of today, us recording was a day game. And guess what it ends up being boys. Get your brooms ready. The blue Jays end up taking the series and sweeping the, the Chicago White Sox. So like I said, get those brooms ready. <laughs> and I, I'm really surprised at how bad the White Sox are. Like, really? <laughs> They're not that bad of a team. Uh, they've got very talented players. And I understand they're a bit of a mismatch, you know, a bit of a mishmash of dudes. But, I mean, they're bad. Like, really bad. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't like think it. too much of it. And the fact that we swept them was like, oh, wow. And today's score as well, my goodness. It's like they did eight to nothing. Can you believe that? I was like, yeah. and MVP for me is like, I, I know we're going to jump the gun here. I was going to jump the gun for, for our picks for next week, though, Craig. I'm going with Kikuchi for next week. Just letting you know. There you go. And that'd be a good point because you get a win today. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so in the midst of that whole thing, we they scored two runs this whole series. Three games. White Sox. Oh, man. Two runs. <laughs> we scored <Wow>. 19. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so you're talking about the Blue Jays uh evening up their run differential from making up for some. Oh, there he goes again. Max Headroom. Yep. Max Headroom. Yep. But it uh, um, looks like it was batting. It was, looks like it was batting yeah, practice first, is, Jason. Yeah, exactly. Batting practice makes it too much easy. It's interesting to see where this pitching staff, especially, has evolved over the last few weeks. This is the eighth straight good quality start now that Kikuchi had this awesome start again today. He was making the uh, Chicago White Sox hitters look foolish, like triple A, double A level <laughs> foolish, swing and misses like crazy, very reachable stuff it was very interesting to see him mix up the pitches the way he's been over the last couple of weeks and to that point guys you have kikuchi in the fifth spot doing what he's doing you have a resurging jose barrios you have chris bassett going in deep in the games and against another team you know they did really well he no hit somebody almost for how many six innings the other day um and then now you have gosman and manoa figuring it out This is going to get really funny. He was everything he needed to be for that start in New York. It's Craig, you're going to love the audio version of this when you when you listen to this. You're going to you're going to be cutting in and out a little bit. But uh, I don't know why it's doing it. I don't get it. It's hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. They call it in the business, buddy. They call it suspense. You're building suspense because you, you're just about to make a great point, and then and they're like, "What is it? What is it? What is it?" But yeah, no. the pitching has been really good for the Jays, man. Like, I, I'm just looking at Gosman is like, stri- I can't believe he's like striking almost 10 batters a game, if you could believe that. And I'm like, yeah. wow. And well, Gucci's not that far off either. And, and same with uh, with Manoa. It's like, wow, they're almost like eight, nine strikeouts a game almost. So it's like. And Barrios is coming around. I mean, he, yeah. he looked he looked devastating yesterday. And uh, I mean, that's a huge, you, you guys have to know that that is such a big win for him. I mean. He's, he, you know, he lost in Houston and I feel like he pitched a pretty good game in Houston. He had a couple, couple misses that ended up going over the, <laughs> out to where the, the train goes in Houston. But, um, you know, for, for the Jays, for, for this part of the season, one of the major, major, major things is going to be those starting five getting, you know, five to seven innings in if they can and getting those wins. Uh, it's super important uh, at this time of the year. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a big deal to see them having success. You know, it's, it's massive. Yeah. I think I just figured out what was wrong on my internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my laptop, because windows is awesome. And this is stupid things that computers do. 
it kept going back and forth between the Ethernet connection on my computer and the Wi-Fi. There you go. Oh, <laughs> <And> no. <so. laughs> anyway, maybe I can actually be allowed to talk because I do love to hear myself talk. It's just a <laughs> thing. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. But... Well, switching well, back right and forth away, again. That's awesome. <laughs> the, the pitching staff has been crazy lately. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, perfect. absolutely. Did, did we hear any update on Chris Bassett? I heard he was uh, injured, I believe. Um, any update on that? They haven't said anything that was going to be, I'd say, mission critical. They haven't said he's going to miss a start or anything at this point. So, yeah, but to that point, just, go ahead. I just read that Springer seems to be okay. So he got hit with a pitch today uh, in the elbow. Um, oh, and he's one of those guys that my hope is. Uh, he's going to play again, you know, he'll play tomorrow or, and um, he's really got to get going. He's off to a slow start. Um, I feel like he's having a good, like, I mean, if you watch the footage, like from the dugout and all the rest of it, I feel like he's having a good time. He's, you know, defensively, he's been pretty solid. Um, and I mean, two twelve isn't that bad of a, you know, it's not like he's hitting one twenty seven. but can we talk about the elephant in the room, Danny Jansen? Like what in the, Blue blazes are going on there. Isn't usually, that isn't that phrase usually reserved for bad. On fire doesn't quite cover it. Like I mean, he's see it, hit it, and it's this is just like when he came back from his injury last year. It was just like if you yeah. put anything, and it's not even just the like most guys. It's got to be like sort of a dinner plate size pitch that they go after. Danny's is like yeah. about a pizza box right now. If you throw it in that pizza <laughs> box, he's going to smash it. And uh, so, how about going to Oppo? Was that his first Oppo hit in seven Oppo. years? Like he's never hit anything to <laughs> Might Oppo. be his career. Yeah, maybe. Um, but so on him. that note, I'm just going to let us go into this segment here of the who's up, who's down situation because you're already preaching on the uh, Danny Jansen train. You're good. So Sorry. I agree with you. Danny Jansen might be the hottest hitter. That's saying something in this lineup that is boasting Boba Shett right now, who's also in Fuego. Vlad uh, Jr., who's batting a mere 333 and had a double in a couple RBIs again today. <laughs> you know, Matt Chapman's batting up 400 still, so on and so forth. And now you're talking about adding somebody like Danny Jansen at the bottom of this lineup. Good luck hiding from these hitters, American League pitchers. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I mean- my- can we quickly talk about like the Jays five through nine as well? Like, I mean, the, the bottom of their order could be the best bottom three in baseball in the last five or six years. It's unbelievable. You can't throw anything by these guys and it doesn't matter who you put down there. I mean, if you put Kiermaier, Witt and, you know, and, and I don't know, or Biggio, you know, like they're all just smashing the baseball down there, getting on base and letting the, the, the guys up at the top, cash in the runs and you don't even need the guys at the top right now when your bottom's hitting like that go ahead ken you had something clearly on your mind (laughs) no yeah like like honestly like the other players like the non big guys that we're talking about like everyone let's talk about bichette guerrero and i'll call it bat chapman that's from what people i've been hearing now so now it's Mm -hmm. bat chapman but uh the fact that uh merrifield is really starting to come along really great and very happy that jensen's starting to come back now because i know i'm looking at his sense i'm like holy crap he's got three home runs already and he's starting to hit the ball better but and what about uh, espinal today man i think what was he like three for four or four for five or something like that where he just came alive a bit today so you know Hopefully we're going to start to get, uh, hopefully some of those guys are going to start to step up their game a little bit more, but uh, very happy so far. I'm hoping Kiermaier is just on a little mini slump. Hopefully uh, he'll snap out of that soon as well. But um... to that point, you mentioned Whit Merrifield in the midst of that, you know, throwing everybody out there. Unfortunately, Everybody's his doing good. game hitting streak was snapped today <laughs> and it wasn't from lack of trying. I can tell you that he had a couple that I thought were going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, honestly, I, mean, I feel like that that's where George Springer might be dealing with it a little bit. If we talked about the who's down part, he's hitting the ball hard, especially like using Astro series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, that also comes with with I mean, George is starting to get to be a a, a, a player that that when you come into town, the, the cheat sheet on the arm is pretty accurate. You know, George isn't a I mean, he sprays it a bit, but not a ton. And that's why. You look at a guy like Vladdy. I mean, you don't have one of these for Vladdy. 
There is no thing. This 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 does this for Vladdy. Vladdy's got a field in front of him, and he sees pieces of green and hits it there. Yeah, he finds it. I think that was a perfect case of that today. You saw that yeah. one. He literally hit right down the chalk of the first baseline. Yeah, and it's the same with Bichette. Bichette you can watch Bichette. Bichette is right now is hunting. There's very few baseball players in history that hunt. Bichette right now mm-hmm. walking up to the box. He's putting his back foot in. He's looking out there and he's like, so I see you're out of position. You're, here comes one. And he he's hitting it there. Like, I mean, he's going up against, you know, it's in the last series, not great pitching, but against the, the Yankees, great pitching and hitting the yeah. ball wherever the hell he feels like it. And it's amazing. Yeah. I think the crazy thing about Bichette, especially, did you see the home run from him today? No. Oh my God, go back and watch the highlight because he had no right to help him this out yeah, of the game. So he the the ball is not even it's not even a strike. It's this is like a Vlad senior level almost of hitting a home run. It's outside, it's low, he flicks the bat at it, and it keeps going and going. And you expect it to be like, oh, it's gonna go foul or it's gonna hit the wall. You know, it wasn't going to do both. So it hits the foul pole above the wall. Home run. <laughs> I don't know, Craig, do you get, uh, you don't you probably don't get the A&W commercials that we have in Canada. Ken, you might know what I'm talking about. There's an A&W commercial right now with the guy from A&W and Vladdy Sr. and Vladdy Jr. And the guy from A&W is throwing him BP and they're like bouncing before the plate. He keeps apologizing and Vladdy Sr. is behind him. And after like the fourth one, Vlad like looks up. He's like, "Come on!" And Vlad Senior goes, "I just swung at that." And it's so funny. <laughs> that one. Vladdy starts laughing, and you can tell it's genuine that he's laughing at yeah. it. It's so good. But <laughs> that one was perfect. Why didn't you swing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too hopped into the. Oh man, <laughs> Vlad Senior has. And it's because he played cricket. You know, he he was a bad ball hitter and he knew how to hit balls that bounced before the plate out of the damn ballpark. It was one of the craziest things in baseball history, let alone there's there's videos of it. I highly recommend people go find it. I'm very thankful that Vlad Jr. (laughs) has figured out what the actual strike zone is compared to his father and can actually do that. Yeah. Oh, is he frozen again? There he goes. Back? Yeah. Frozen. Frozen. Back. Very, very <laughs> I don't get it now. Now I'm lost. <laughs> you might have to unplug. You might have to I'm unplug your for the first time. <laughs> maybe you should unplug your Ethernet cable. I, maybe I should do some things, but at that point, it'll wreck everything for I love it. Only 30 more minutes. I love it. This is not my favorite thing. We're, you know what? Like two months from now, when we're doing one of these, Kenny and I are going to text each other, and you're not going to know it. We're going to be like. Ah. <laughs> Not fair. And just now to stop like Sasquatch getting caught. <laughs> I'm caught on camera. Oh no. What do I do? <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I just can't say enough good things for the offense on this team right now. And then the pitching has been that much stellar. Now, if you get the, the rest that you need for the bullpen to be able to take that next stretch, it only gets that much better. As you could see, they were overtaxed and they were feeling that burden of the starting pitching that much more of the fear. And I mean, yep. the, the burden that it does remove, I, I think w- what we started to see was at Yankee Stadium, you started to see, again, the smiles come back again, you know, a little fun being had. And even in the game they lost, I mean, that was a, that was a really, really, really good game of baseball. I don't know if you, yes. if the, the viewers out there in, in podcast land were able to watch it. I was jumping back and forth as I was doing stuff and continuing to watch it. And it was must see TV. It was, you were, I was glued to it. Like I was literally like, like, you know, trying to keep myself being able to watch while doing stuff. And, um, it's, it's awesome to think that we're watching it that intently. Now, just think about, you know, come end of the summer. I mean, you're going to have to kitty bar the door and, and, you know, not, not let it just get beer delivered to the house and, and chicken wings and, you know, see how long you can last. Yeah. Absolutely. So this has become must see TV with the Blue Jays at this point, correct? Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's unreal. Um, yeah. and, and I mean, I think that one of the things that, that, you know, this last White Sox series showed as well is that, um, I mean, the Jays do thrive on the long ball, 
but they were sure able to set the table a lot. Um, you know, like, like Kiermaier hits it. But so that one's a funny one, that, that triple that Kiermaier hit last night, I was watching with one of my sons and he hit the ball and we sort of were, we're doing something. And, um, he goes, dad, Kiermaier hit a double. And, you know, like in a normal baseball game, the ball that Kevin Kiermaier hit is a double for anybody. And not only did he get a triple out of it, but he got a triple where there wasn't even a tag. Like that's insane. Like the speed. So I guess the stat they were saying afterwards is he's like the second fastest guy in the majors at 32 or 33, however old he is. And the other guy is like 19. That's, that's, you know, (laughs) run faster than he does. And it's, it's crazy to think that these guys are doing stuff like this and, you know, we're, we're going to be privileged. I feel like to watch this and, you know, see some really amazing stuff. I'm, I'm hoping that, that some of these guys really go on, you know, some significant home run tears, but I mean, you've got Chapman right now that's hitting 10 million and, and, you know, again, just super awesome to watch. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny thing about Kiermaier too, is that he's actually leading the team in triples. He's the only yeah. guy that hit triples on the team. So it's like, wow. Can I just say this really, really? to begin with, too? We have guys that hit triples. <laughs> yeah. The guys with an S, not, not yeah. guy. Yeah, exactly. Not one. Usually it's a one set blue moon. It's like, it's like finding, uh, you know, it's like trying to find a hundred bucks in the sidewalk in the city of Toronto. You know, they. Nope. There he goes again. Here he goes again on his own. It's a new Wi-Fi or internet cable. Yeah. No. Anyway, I was trying to say it's like finding a needle in a haystack, trying to find ex Blue Jays players that are in the going on. So I got to sing a little White Snake. So I think we all, I think there we're all yeah, a little better off. I can hear you when it's doing that. Your internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really don't get what's going on, other than the fact the weather is spectacular here right now. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a good joke or something ready for the next one you do it. No, <laughs> no, 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 just fake any of this time. <laughs> yes, that's why. So I do want to make sure we talk about one specific person that I was excited to see at the major league level yesterday. And Jason, you hinted at this before the show. Nate Pearson is actually back in the major league level. And there's there's a lot to unpack with that inning he was in last night gets into a deep count with somebody plunks a guy and then finally turns it on. Yeah. And I and believe it took did, him 20 something pitches to get out of that. Did, though, holy goodness. Like we were watching and my one son said to me, he's like, dad, that guy's going three digits over and over again. Like, I mean, you know, he's, he's poking a hundred in the eye over and over again. And it's just like, wow. And he just, he, he finally looks like a baseball player. He walked out there with swag and I mean, sure you're going to be crapping your pants. You know, it's your first time back up in the majors in a long time. Expectations have been, I mean, gigantic and, you know, in in a, in a, a, you know, what, not, not a huge situation. I mean, you're up by five or six and you want to just, you know, throw heat down main street. You know, I, any one of us would be nervous. And I was glad to see exactly like you said, get deep plunk a guy and then just start, unloading bullets like just and it was so nice to see and it was nice to see like he could have done that thing where you do you know get that monkey off my back like i mean there's there's nothing what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nothing better. He had a big smile on his face. And like I said, he, he looks more mature. He seems to be acting more mature. You know, like, 
even when he's coming out of the pen and the fans were going nuts, he was really calm. And, you know, you would expect the old, the old Nate would have been like, you know, like play into the crowd as he's going. And, and it's not the new Nate. The new Nate seems to be all about beeswax. And, and I like the beeswax he's, uh, he's brewing up there. Yeah. It's very interesting to see, Ken. What did you see from the uh, what we got to see as a, a quick glimpse of Nate Pearson, who, mind you, was lights out in Buffalo. So and he may recorded his first professional save finally. So yeah, no, it's great to hear. And I was just looking at his stash. Like he's he's a tall dude, isn't he? Yeah, very tall dude. He's like what, throwing hundred. So it's that much closer when he lets go. <laughs> Yeah, and like you said, the maturity that it's it's starting to come around, which is really good, because like you said, like he seemed to be focused on doing what he has to do and not even think looking at the scoreboard anymore. It seemed like he was really trying to improve his performance, regardless thinking that in his mind, him it's all it's like a one run game as opposed to like, you know, five six run lead or something like that for it. Mm-hmm. If this is what we're going to get from Nate Pearson, I'm not saying throw him in the leverage because I think that could break him, <laughs> but right now having another guy that could come out and just throw freaking heat. Let's say you needed that last out to get out of an inning. And it was a, you needed a strikeout situation. You now have another guy to be able to throw into that equation. Um, Cause I can't say some of the guys that used to do that. I'm super high on at the moment. And I'm sorry to be calling out Jimmy Garcia here in the who's down in my opinion <laughs> ballpark, but. That's where I'm at with it. Pearson Pearson also showed, uh, you know, management and the coach that he can be a three pitch, but he can be a three bat pitcher or he can go more. Like I I was actually a little surprised they didn't put him out again. Um, He had thrown well. Um, I know they wanted to just get the nerves off and get him going. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's for me, it's it's impressive to see him and and I'm happy to see him. And um, I think he's he's. He's it's he's only going to grow this year, and I feel like it's going to be positive. I mean, he's not going to be perfect. He's still very young, and he's really strong. And he's got to make sure that he doesn't overthrow to get his injuries that he has caused himself his whole way through his career. But I feel like he is being coached well right now, and I feel like he's being mentored well. And um, you know, sky's the limit right now. I think for him. Yeah. So. I'm excited to see what the next opportunity for him comes because I really do think it's going to be a little bit more than a clean inning. I think they're going to throw him a little to the fire, not completely just enough to test the waters because he was in hot water in Buffalo pit, but that's triple a versus major league. They need to see feel. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i was just saying he needs to find out where he can be really fitting in this bullpen and they're gonna test him to that point yeah i mean they you know I, I think the experiment is done for him even to you know trying to be a starter which i think is the right thing you know let's try and get some longevity out of this kid and get him pitching you know whether he goes to a closer or, or a step up to the closer or middle reliever um let's get him in there and let's get him throwing darts mm-hmm. So on that note, I'm going to try one thing real quick and duck out and come back, but I'm going to leave you with the who's down situations. I think I, I, it's pissing me off and I know it's, I'm getting sick of being made fun of. (laughs) So, um, but to that point, guys, I, like I said, I call out Jimmy Garcia as far as the last week has not been good to Jimmy Garcia. Is there anybody else on your radar that you're worried? Kenny, you can, you want to take this one? Yeah, absolutely. Like to me, like I said, we all said before, Pijo seems to be almost playing himself out of a job almost, right? Like he just can't seem to to find the ball. I'm not too sure why, but he just didn't seem to be pulling it out right now. And uh, Espinal, like d- defensive-wise, I think he's fine, but and don't get me wrong, today's game for Espinal was probably one of his better games, right? He's three for four, which was great. Now, where was that? Hopefully he can continue that, but just looking at it and when I'm watching these games and I'm like, I always want every Jays player to be at least 250. I know it's impossible, but I want them to be performing at that level so that you couldn't find a chink in our armor, right? You, yeah. There's just, 
but unfortunately they haven't been uh, pulling it off. And a little, a little bit worried about Varshow a little bit. I mean, what his saving grace too, aside from him being awesome defensively, he can actually find a way. He's a really good eye, and he can make he can make, he can get on base. I mean, he has yeah. like ten walks this season, which is unbelievable. But I was hoping to see his bat come alive a little bit more. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. So yeah, I mean. You? I, I 100% agree with you. I, 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 what are your What's your thought on the foster, or on the 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 uh, present the presence of Whit Merrifield right now being as good as he is? Do you think that that pressure uh, that Biggio, obviously Espinel, they're both feeling? I mean, you know, Merrifield can play second base. He's a good second baseman, and that answers a lot of questions and gives the Jays one good selling tool, right? Because if you decide between Espinel and Biggio. That's one guy that you can trade to another major league team. And you're either going to get a good prospect, you're going to get a good pick or a very serviceable player back for any of those three. But I, I think right now, you know, they're allowing wit to play as much as they are. And they're hoping one of those two will play themselves up into the secondary position. And then the third one can be traded. What do you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think, well, Merrifield's making it a lot harder because, like you said, he's so you he's a utility guy. He can play almost anything. So, yeah. unless unless uh, they can really step up their game, it's like they're always going to keep going to Merrifield. I mean, that, yeah. that's the way it's going to well, be. He trucked around the other night, and, uh, you know. For my <laughs> down, I think that, and unfortunately, I'm, I'm you know sorry, sorry, but uh, I think it's got to be Kirky. Um, he has been yeah. a real disappointment this year. He hasn't played well defensively. I don't feel like he's called great games that he's been catching in. Um, he hasn't hit the ball at all. Um, he has, to his credit, he has walked a fair amount. I mean, and he probably the more team than walks. he would normally walk. And yeah. I mean, if we're going to play money ball, at least he's getting on. Um, yeah. And I feel like, if, if I, I might be wrong, but I feel like he does score quite a bit when he does walk as well. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. And so, I mean, you know, I'm kind of down on, I'm kind of down on him, but I, I'm with you. It's for me, it's a tie between Espinal and Biggio as being sort of the, the sort of deadwood right now. And, um, you know, Springer will bounce back, uh, you know, Varsho will definitely bounce back. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the possibility of them getting a moving piece for either um, Biggio or uh, Espinal. And I don't know that they're going to wait that long for something like that. Like, I think that the way teams are going right now, if, if you look at, um, you know, if you look at the standings and some of the teams that are, are really struggling, that maybe people didn't think we're going to struggle as much as they are. Mitch White will um, I need the Seattle Mariners. Because <laughs> uh, they're going to need um, a pitcher. I mean, you and may you be able to, you know, correct. just I knew that Robbie Ray, Ray got hurt. I didn't see what it really was. He's got surgery, uh, so he can take his tight pants. tendon surgery. So he's at home. calling for the season. I mean, if you look at it, you like the Mariners, <laughs> they're loaded with young talent. I mean, they've got young talent coming up. You know, he's obviously a huge part of Blue Jays' recent history. So, I mean, to possibly take a good bat like Aspinall, and ship um, them and you are correct. somebody the Mariners are going to be looking and what do they look to fill again and honestly the Mariners I'm very surprised that in the midst of what's been going on with the Dodgers they have players in the system as well they're, so, they're looking I for mean, middle infield you know, who knows? there's a lot of teams looking for that extra middle infielder right now and <laughs> the Blue Jays have a little bit of an embarrassment of what rich riches for between Espinal and Vigio, there's somebody there with the right amount of playing time that could really still click. We saw it with Espinal last year, and we know Vigio yeah. had success at the minor league level to the MVP level. Does he finally run with something if somebody gives him a true shot? And honestly, the thing that pisses me off, I think one of them eventually is going to end up being like a, the next awesome Tampa Bay Ray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's what always happens. Um, so to that point, even the Miami yeah. Marlins with how they've shifted their stuff around could really use an infielder and are still on that. Do we compete or not? That's a nice yeah. safe bet for them to be able to do that kind of thing. Give us something for the bullpen or like you said, that prospect that we could build backfill with a little bit. My internet lasted for more than 30 seconds there. See that? <laughs> Knock up desk. Yeah. 
And just to say, I like the minor leagues. Still, still repping a Lansing Lugnuts uh, shirt that's no longer on the Blue Jays stuff. I'm wearing this in honor of Nate Pearson this evening, and love the Lugnuts organization. <laughs> it was a frequent visitor, so kind of um, yeah. great place to go see a ball game. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so we've done who's up and who's down. So now let's talk what's next. Yep fellas we have the seattle mariners funny enough we were just talking about them segue points to jason <laughs> um they're coming yeah. to town and they're going to come to town Very to interesting. a joy i think it's what is... george springer replica jersey <laughs> night is friday night and yeah, there you uh, go and then it's, Sesame well, it's, it's like right. every every day you can think of for the kids this weekend jerseys Sesame oh, Street and Junior that. Jays Day is opening the first Junior Jays Day this year. weekend. So uh, it's going to be a fun weekend in Toronto. And then we go to Fenway Park Rep to the see Canadian the Red Sox for the first time this season after that. So that's the next you know, six, seven days of actual games of Blue Jays baseball. Um, you mentioned the Seattle Mariners, Jason, are going down a little bit in the midst of this or haven't really found that identity of what they thought this new team was going to be at this point. I I'm feeling like they're a little bit better than the White Sox, but I don't want to say this is a sure thing sweep at the same time. (laughs) Very contrasting, too. No, and and the Jays are going to meet up against two. You know, I I use the word term buzzsaw again. The Jays are going to meet up with two pitchers uh, in in Castillo and Gonzalez that are both two and zero. They're both very good pitchers. Um, Gosman gets the easy. Yeah, I mean, and and that's what a team like Seattle, uh, you know, is going to and and a team like Baltimore and these teams that, that don't. Uh, fit the normal mold. It's the same as the 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 Rays. They just don't fit the normal mold of of you know. Here's your your five starting pitchers, and they're all you know sort of similar. They're all you know three pitch or four pitch guys. Blah blah blah. They're this is a mixed bag. And um, I mean, I could see the the Jays you know potentially losing two of these games, but I will tell you this: I feel like every single one of these games against the Mariners is going to be tight. It's going to be. There's not going to be an eight cob or a, a nine nothing or a, a you know a six one. I mean, these are going to be three two grind them out. You know, whoever gets the last hit might win the game. Um, you know that kind of a thing. And you know, to what you were saying, Kenny, I think this is a series where a guy like Dark uh, like our show might really be able to come out of his shell here. Um, they're going to need guys to bunt. They're going to need guys to double steal. They're going to need um, you know they're going to need a lot of things from a guy like our show. Um, and you know, I, I feel like, like it would be a good time for him to sort of explode this pitching. It goes up well against him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it's, it's easy to look at the records of the Mariners and the Red Sox and think, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're barely at 500. <laughs> they're like here and there, but you, you can't <laughs> so, sleep on it. Right. We, we, we can't not so, but take to that our point, foot I off think the pedal right now. Been, you know, we uh, had a great series like that that is, the Yankees. We swept the White Sox. All time high we right got to keep that momentum. There's still at least, plenty of things. If not win every right. game, at least we try to win every series. So two out of three, three out of four, whatever. But just keep that level of momentum going on because all it could take is just one bad game or a couple of bad games. And then we're going to be like digging ourselves out of it. So, like you said, what do they say? One bad week, one bad week, no matter what week it is in the in the major league baseball season. And honestly, you can go from zero to hero or hero to zero. Pretty absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, Speaking love of what can go wrong. 
my hope is that it spells a lot. Like, I mean, this could be, you know, again, like we're going to probably say this a hundred times during the year, but this could be a really pivotal C- a series for three or four guys. Like this is a series where Springer could get back on it. He always plays, plays well against the Mariners. I don't know why. I don't know why he dislikes the Mariners so much, but he seems to. And then well, he likes he, the Mariners so much. He, he, I guess he likes them. He doesn't dislike them. He likes them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, like I said, a guy like Varsho, I mean, maybe you can get a guy like Kirk off the schneid. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it seems to be, you know, like, like Vladdy and Bo and um, Kiermaier and all these guys seem to be able to bleed onto the other guys when they are having success. You can yeah. see Springer's coming back a bit right well, now. The whole, but, like, invading I mean, they Seattle need, this thing is, you know, this is crucial <laughs> to get a guy like Marshall going. Um, they need to play the hell out of him. He needs to be in every situation they can put him in. Um, and, and uh, you know, like I said, this is one where you could really put a stamp on the first part of the season by, you know, winning a series against the Yankees, beating up on, on, you know, a team that put us out last year. I mean, let's not forget that. Let's not forget, you know, that, that there is no rivalry. There is no rivalry against the Mariners. Bullshit. I mean, there is a rivalry against the Mariners. There are new Rangers because the Rangers were, have been awful for so long. They haven't been effectively, uh, uh, you know, bothering. right. Yeah, you know, I will say this: stadium, like, like I've so been down for those games, <laughs> and the, the Mariners have been so bad for so long that it was almost all Jays fans. And I, I am planning to go to one of the games, maybe two. Um, it will depend, obviously, on um, how much free time I have, which is usually zero. But I, we are going to make a point of going down to one of those games, and I do like that rivalry. It's not, it's not Yankees Red Sox. You know, like if I'm sitting in a in a section with all Mariners fans wearing a Blue Jays jersey, nobody says anything. No one does anything. I mean, it's it's not the Seahawks. They're a different. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a different animal. Don't you know? Right, right. It's not, and it's mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things where it's 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 almost a a rivalry that's been bred in in respect because these the Mariners fans actually respect the fact that we come all the way down there and, and watch those games and, and put in the time for a team that we don't ever get to see unless they come to Seattle. Right. Like, I mean, a Mariners fan for fairly inexpensive can fly to a lot of places in the U S and watch a game. Right. I mean, it's, they've exactly. got the university of Washington so the baseball of thing is going down to Oregon. You can watch Seattle baseball. You watch baseball, baseball, baseball. We can't. In wins. So we have, they're on a little bit of a streak too, regardless of We can drive down and watch the Mariners. And that's, that's really legitimately it. So I feel like we have an earned respect from those Mariners fans when we do show next. up and there's all the BC plates in the parking lot. And, you know, so they know where we come from. They know the folks, the base fans so. haven't flown from Toronto. Like it, we all drove down from Vancouver. And so it's the one acceptable time to cheer for a team from Toronto um, when you live on the West Coast. So <laughs> it's good times for everybody. I, yeah. Yeah. They're Jekyll and Heidi right now. Yeah. They're, 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 the they're Red Sox are very Jekyll yeah. and Heidi right now. Um, they'll friends, go and lay a, a whooping on somebody good. Off. And then the next two games, they just roll over like this. Like, you need to scratch my belly. You know, like it's <laughs> not good. And um, they're a better team than they're showing. If they could put it all together, um, they could they could really rattle the the AL East around. Um, you know, I think that the 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 Orioles are kind of I don't know I don't know if I trust the Orioles to stay where they are. They're a good baseball team, but uh, you know they're 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 paper thin right now. Like one or two injuries, and they are going to be in massive yeah. trouble. Um, and to that point, you probably would actually get a nice little like, slide in that move bar over to third and. But, uh, I just feel like the Jays, um, <laughs> that was his, that's his actual the natural position. Everybody forgets that, that whole group <laughs> so, as to um, if somebody gets hurt, somebody can come in. I feel comfortable with 
most of the positions that we're looking at. And, you know, some of them could be really fun. Like you get a guy that maybe Bichette goes down and, and we get to bring up, uh, you know, we have to bring up the linebacker from, uh, from Buffalo and see what he can do at the major league level. Imagine that, imagine him and Varsho. you could have a, you're starting O-line for the Toronto Argonauts. Those <laughs> I was two. about to say they're, they're built like tanks. So yeah, I know it's unreal. Yeah. yeah. And let's not forget before we go on, I have to say something about the series is that we just had. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. is showing that he is possibly one of the best yeah. defensive first basemen in the game right now. And he deserves yeah. the credit, all the credit that he's getting because that scoop that he made on that throw from Chapman, yeah. they didn't have a, a, a miles per hour it's on that throw, but that he thing was a gold glove last year. That, was, a, that was an O'Neill Cruz <laughs> throw across the, across and Vladdy picked that thing up and they're like, we're going to challenge. Oh, no, we're not going to challenge. I mean, that, come on. Like he's not even close. It's six inches for hitting the bag. Um, and the recognition for Vladdy on that play, a couple of plays earlier where the ball was hit into the gap yeah. for the, between him and the second baseman. And he just stopped and takes himself back and they get a nice, easy out. Mayorfield's got that covered where last year, Vladdy makes a dive for that and then tries it's to get out either yeah. himself or the front <laughs> of the pitcher. And we all know that that's not your best route. It's, it's to just relax. And that's what he is. He's relaxed right now. He's, yeah. well, I wanted to get that. Mention, perfectly nailed Ron Washington in that whole equation. Um, oh, I, I want to mention something well, about the uh, third baseman, Red Sox right? He's there. a naturally trained third baseman who just now moved to first. This team that wins Red Sox a gold glove, performing not just offensively, but defensively. Like, oh my God. Could it be a second gold glove for like almost too close to home? I just watched Moneyball the other night and whether in Hatterberg's living room. And I don't want the Red Sox teach you how to play first. And he's like, it's not that hard. Is it it's incredibly hard all these weird things and you know it's a four gamer in Fenway unbelievable yeah A little bit. <laughs> yep. Varsha's got a fortune left now. So Brandon Bell, also on it. It's, yeah, not to mention mm. K Meyer, uh, double K uh, doubles up the middle and triples and maybe inside the Parkers like Ramil Tapia last yeah. year. <laughs> and it's a four gamer, too, enough. right? Like it's hey, a Red four Sox, gamer. No, that's, just a long, saying. that's <laughs> so. a long time to be. We be playing so, against one team, but that's as the beginning it were, of that being in a city, you feel like I almost live there. But I will say this: if there's a a stadium that benefits the Blue Jays more than Fenway, I don't know of one. I mean, you know, Danny Jensen's home run alley so is right over the monster. Um, same with Vladdy. Springer hits better there. Like, I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Something like that. Okay. We're just dancing along, waiting for Craig to come back. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Huge, massive. And, I mean, you know, the one benefit they have is they started the season on a big, long road trip. And they managed to to fight their way through that and still get a bunch of wins and still come out ahead of the you know ahead of five hundred and and um you know I, I and I know that we're biased but I I really I, I I don't know if I've ever gone into a season where after watching the first what are we at twenty twenty two games twenty five games mm -hmm. somewhere around there something like um, that yeah just. Every time I turn on the TV to watch, I'm never like, oh, geez, I wonder what the score is. Like, it's like, I wonder how much they're up. 
or, yeah. you know, I wonder who's hit a home run. It's a totally different way. And I, it's funny because the NHL playoffs are on right now. And uh, I'm a massive hockey guy. Like, I mean, hockey is probably <laughs> in my right life, the most effective thing. <laughs> and I could care less about the Stanley cup playoffs this year, not just because the Canucks aren't in it, but because I feel like all of the storylines will be dead after the first round, every single one of them, there will be nothing more interesting. It'll be like, who gives a crap? And it's funny because even fans, I, I know guys that are diehard Oiler fans, diehard, well, not the Leafs fans, they're going home to watch the games and stuff. But like I was Buzzing. with an Oiler fan last night while the game was, well, we were watching our sons at a football practice. And he's like, I'm like, you're not at home watching the game. He's like, nah. and I'm like, dude, you have a jersey hanging outside of your house. And he's like, it's like <laughs> whatever. And I, so I've never, you know, the, the passion that I'm feeling and, you know, Kenny, you could probably oh, speak to this a bit, like <laughs> even just to listen to the games, the crowd is so loud at, at the Jays games right yeah. now. And it's, it's so, intensity anyways, that you guys if they can carry that finish through, this thing up with picks then, to click and, uh, you know, Rogers becomes a scary place to play all year long. And there, I mean, if I'm you can take right home direction. games just based on the fact that people are intimidated coming in there, I mean, mm-hmm. that's so awesome. There yeah, that, absolutely. The crowds so, are just phenomenal. Last week, I mean, I there's nothing to left. Vote, Anything so that went against uh, the Jays, it was a real loud ruckus you and, and I for Bobichet. And, and I don't know how many times I yelled prior. "boo worms" during any time things that happened to the Jays. You know, <laughs> so, I'm sorry to say, Kevin KK didn't get but you. Yeah, boo worms. That's my thing now. Like my kids are starting to say that now, so they know what that is. Yeah. No, it's just you're helping me decide a tiebreaker for last week's show. So I think two weeks ago, was Chapman hotter or was Boba Shet hotter? Uh, happy with Brandon Belt. I want to get that out too. <laughs> it's about Props a 50 yeah. Brandon Belt. He's starting to come around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jason, you trending. Just socks, that I didn't socks are awful, that but Brandon Belt, <laughs> I, I'm starting to like more and more. New talk. <laughs> to that point, I'm just glad he's going to lose one of these weeks. He won the first two weeks. <laughs> there it is so that actually puts me on the board okay i'm gonna go so last week um i had george springer that worked out really well okay Ooh, that's a tough one it's about a 50 50. Uh, I'm, you know, no, nope. and then uh, we're, we got right. we, right. yeah, yeah, and then he should have listened, show. he should have listened um, to the podcast, like, no. and he <laughs> should <laughs> know. Yeah, I know maybe that's the reason we have maybe well, we should I'm, just make I sure think, we uh, keep I'll away have to give it to back people are playing really well right now go and not jinx anything. Um, I do want to say out of those four people, yeah. <laughs> no, you got to go more obscure and do like a yep. Frank Minichino in this level, or <laughs> oh, now we're in suspense because uh, I can't. My boy was always on the bus between <laughs> oh, Las yeah, Vegas and I know, Toronto. I went with Kiermaier, and that didn't know what go well. So <laughs> I think I picked um, to that point. Out of those four picked, I would say I don't want to give Ken another win, but I would think that Kevin Kiermaier well, played the four. best defense. Out we of might all as well just fight an anchor to all four fans. Actually, yeah. So, Ken, you're up to I'm taking Ernie <laughs> three, one to nothing to nothing on the Kelly Gruber. Yeah. Oh, it's the smoke and smell about. <laughs> there it is. Our porch. <laughs> I think he did just say he is blowing us out so far at this point. I'm kind of uh, a little upset that I showed you this game now. <laughs> Yeah, correct. So yeah, Ken gets it again. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna finish that. Ken, you get yeah. it again. That's we were. Yeah, there's 52 weeks in a year and half of our baseball, so I I think we're doing okay. <laughs> All good. <laughs> so I to that point, Ken is actually the uh, victor in. The so I guess first I'm still I'm still the so champ right now, right? Ken, who do you? So I got my oh, money belt. Yeah. The smoking skull belt. Yeah, the smoking skull belt. That's a. That's what I'm going to say. I'm the champ for this, for the picks of the Kenny week or something. says, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't, I did, did cut out that time. Did it, who did you say? 
Oh, that's right. You already <laughs> said that. It's a long season. Okay. Gilbert. It's a long season, right? So, you know, this belt is only going to be in my waist for that <laughs> for so long, right? So eventually I'm right going to start missing Blue things. So. In, the, in general, all of a sudden, you know, it's been awesome. So on that point, Jason, then um, <laughs> you go first. Yeah, we put him on the spot earlier now, right? So you got to go for it. Uh, I think I remember uh, the part of the episode I was picking for the pick of the week was going to be uh, Kikuchi. So that's going to be my pick. Right. Who's pitching the bar? So it'd be, I'm going to ride Alec Manoa. He might be able to sneak in. He's going to technically get two starts yeah. this week, too. He's so going Kikuchi. Be, I'm going to, I'm going to peek up on the fact He's that, you know, like you and your Kikuchi. And the only pitch. cure is more Kikuchi. Kikuchi. <laughs> um, yeah. So many wise words. Yeah. Um, I was saying Manoa, the fact that, you know, I'm going to get two starts Ooh, out of him. I got to go with my like boy Jano. Jeez Louise. start today. I mean, the guy's been carrying <laughs> it over. I've never seen right now. Because I'm normally, just, I'm the reason I count the Wednesdays, we would normally would be doing this show <laughs> All right, Craig, live what you got? during the game. <laughs> so um, this being the weird getaway day for the White Sox um, gives you that opportunity. So to that point, I'm going to with Alec Manoa for the same oh. reasons. He'll be the Friday starter and then the Wednesday <laughs> or the Tuesday right before we go on. So anything else you want imagine to add before we do our normal sign off? He's just saying so many wise words right now. Okay. Awesome. So let's hope I don't get cut out while I'm trying to do an outro here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Toronto Blue Jays fans, thank you very much <laughs> for joining us on another lovely evening Good of Jaybird watching. Make sure you listen to us wherever you get your podcasting pleasures from, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, yeah. so on and yeah. so forth. I'm trying to do a quick rant here, couldn't tell. Um, to that point, also make sure you join us live every Wednesday at seven o'clock Eastern time. And we'll just have a good fun talk as your barroom chat for Toronto Blue Jays baseball. And we are the official podcast of jaysjournal.com, part of Fan Sided. And as that goes, gentlemen, one, two, three. Nada. I think Woo! we're good. Let's go, Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Woo! But mostly Jansen. Kelly Gruber. Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdWatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays, go. Ah, spinning again. Damn it. <laughs> I uh... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.